You're listening to the Practically Pastoring Podcast, where we want to help pastors and church leaders share ideas, become better shepherds and leaders, and have a good time with friends. Hey, welcome back to Practically Pastoring. As you can tell, we are not on Zoom right now. What? But we are here, and uh, and just so, obviously Delmar's not here, but I'm Frank Gill. I'm Jeff Simpson. I'm Andrew Larson. And I'm Timothy Miller. And 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 this is... This and, is don't and, we do that at the end? Why are we doing that now? Oh, oh, I think oh. we do it, but we do them both. Do we, I think I introduced you guys. So Normally long, he does the intro. It's been like a month. It's been a I, long time since we've recorded one of these this. things. What, yeah. So we're, we're, we're here. We're all in Florida. We are in... Uh, is it pronounced tar- Tavares? Tavares. 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 We're not too far from... Um, What's that uh, senior citizen place where they just the village? The, the villages where they all just yeah. and stuff. It's we don't crazy. need to say that. I'm just saying. Is that today's clergy clip? That's, 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 that's we the, the, did not say we were going to be discussing that. The curriculum, the curriculum that that one guy got was from the villages. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, we are glad we're here. We're going to edit that out. And um, and hey, we are in the Sunday Cool headquarters. Headquarters right? H. HQ. Yeah, this is it. And it's surprising because after what these guys said about their book, I'm surprised they even allowed us in here. <laughs> Listen, this it's is serving its purpose. Look at that. Oh, yeah. He's look using, at that. He's what? using it as a coaster. Would you look at he's that? Using, yes. next it's intended. Way. They're really glad. The no. intended purpose. Um, so, no, wow. we, we are here. We are, we are we're hanging out with friends. Um, we might bring on um, some guests a little later. Uh, Delmar, we miss you. We're glad you were able to join our Facebook Live. Um, we wish you were you were here, but I'm sure you're like drinking sweet tea and or something. Whatever people do in South Carolina, I don't know. Sure, but um, but hey. Uh, I preached last Sunday. We all preached last Sunday, right? Good for you. We're so proud of you, Frank. He, <laughs> yeah. he did it seven That's times pa- a year. That's what pastors do. So That's yeah, I did. Campus pastors preach like eight times a year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good time. Do you feel like it? Do you feel like it has to be really good every time? That oh, you preach. I, I'm aiming for the fences. Like every walk off grand slam. Like yeah. I know, I know. We talk about it as like just hit a single. Yeah, that's great when you do it every single Sunday. Yeah. But like, but like with me, when I preach, I'm like I'm aiming for the fences. But but then you can swing and miss. Yeah, you baseball. could. Baseball, baseball analogies. You're, Delmar's you not here. We can talk sports. Here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Delmar's not here. We can talk sports. I know. I mean, it was it was a good Sunday. It was a good sermon. It was what was also great is I talked about. Like, well, a lot you of think it was stuff. a good sermon? Oh, I, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> we talked a lot about. Frank got saved twice. <laughs> I got saved twice. I came forward. Uh, I uh, I preached about. Uh, the, I am. I, I, I don't know. We, this is one channel. This might sound terrible. This is, be awful. this is what Tim and I do every single Monday, and it always sounds terrible. I preached, so it's fine. I preached on the Samaritan woman, and so we talked about like John Four, biblical sexual ethics, and stuff like that. Mm. And so, and I know for a fact, we like a lot of people like were you know we talked about cohabitation and porn and, and adultery, and I didn't stay after service. <laughs> Did you have a fill in the blank with a lot of terms? No, I didn't have that. I got on a plane like right after service, so I don't know how how the fallout was, but but it was a it was a good time. It's very campus pastory of you. It is very campus pastory. All right, so now we got this intro out of the way. Um, I want to dive into some clergy cliff notes. Uh, obviously, it feels like we really want to talk about this uh, youth group. That I think you really want to talk, talk about. about you can't <laughs> stop talking about it, Frank. Here, it's really funny. You learned so much. Like you were filling in the blanks <laughs> while he was talking. That's yeah, too far. Tonight's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Too far. This is why we this podcast is on Zoom. We, we, we're together. Oh, Tim and I usually mute it and have these conversations that Sorry. you guys can't hear. <laughs> but but yes. we might bring it up another day. What I want to talk about is this: is um, last I think it was last week or the week before, 
Um, Michael Todd, who's like a really popular pastor at a church called Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Incredible communicator. Oh, and I've said this on the podcast. I love him. I think like, he's one of the best communicators like right now. Can, yeah. we, can we also, I mean, the video you're going to reference, can we talk about the set? Oh, good it, grief. Oh, it's beautiful. It's ridiculous. Next level. They it's, actually don't do that in the sanctuary. They actually built that set in their lobby, which their lobby... It would, like, for because of COVID? Because of COVID. Like, like so it's gonna, a, yeah. they built up a set in their lobby, and they only have, like, maybe 20, 30 people in there just for the Sunday service because it's all streamed. But, yeah, an incredible set. They're Amazing. in a series about the Holy Spirit. And, like, I've said this before. Like, I love Michael Todd. I think he's a, he's a great communicator. But um, this clip he posted... He's super passionate, super excited. He's like, I have an illustration for you guys. And he tries to explain the Trinity as water, ice, and... And, okay, this is actually kind of funny. I think he, he wanted to water, ice, and vapor or, right. or steam. But he actually uses uh, um, dry ice, yeah. which is not H2O. It's not. <laughs> you, but, but you can't, like, have a... Hot plate boiling yeah, yeah, water, water like water, while you're preaching. It's like a, a tea kettle. Just it it fit the illustration. But yeah, so he, he poured the water on the dry ice. Right. Like, it, like, it, fit, it, it fit the bad illustration. The bad illustration. Yeah, it fit the bad yeah. illustration. And so I watched it, and my mind immediately went to that old YouTube video from Lutheran satire, um, which is uh, bad Trinity analogies with St. Patrick. But every Trinity analogy is a bad Trinity analogy. Right. There's no... There's right. no good Trinity analogy. And so he's excited, and, and, and he's like, you know, what is, what's, the, what's water? He's like, it's H2O. It's like, what's ice? H2O. What is ultimately steam? H2O. And he's like, you see it? Like, one God, and he, and he said the word three different manifestations, which is a little also a, weird, a word I don't like to say when describing the Trinity. Right. And, and so I'm reading the comments, and there's like 400 comments like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I finally time I understand. I, I just then, looked at the monitor and saw Tim's <laughs> like I really like we haven't even referenced it. Just, we're just going right into the manifestation. Right into modalism, and you. But I look cut over there, and Tim is. That's really funny. Yeah, but Good look, I I comment on there. That's modalism, Patrick, which is from that that Lutheran satire video, and. I got a bunch of likes from people who actually get the joke, and I realized a lot of people didn't know what modalism was. And like people were like saying in my comment, like I googled modalism, I didn't know what it was, and and and, and modalism is the heresy that that there's that, that we don't have a trinity, that God has kind of revealed Himself, like almost like having different masks at different mm-hmm. times. Like right. Old Testament was the Father, in the New Testament we have Jesus, and then after Pentecost we have the Holy Spirit, and and I was and I just said that's modalism. And and so I guess my, my here's let me just clear the stage. I don't think Michael Todd's a modalist. I actually think he believes in the Trinity because if you watch other stuff he has. But he might be a modalist. <laughs> what do you, I, he, he's, definitely, that, he's definitely espousing modalist theology like right Jeff now. Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a modalist. <laughs> yes. You might be a modalist that would be, if that would be you've the, ever used any illustration to try to explain the Trinity. world's worst stand-up routine. I actually don't think he's a modalist because he has other clips that talk about how there's three persons and, and, and one God. And, and so I don't think he's a modalist. I just think he used a very bad illustration. And I think this ultimately serves as an issue why... I mean, you learn this in Bible College. No illustration's going to be good. You know what, though? He was trying to hit a home run with that. I was a swing and a miss. He was swinging for the fences. So so you shouldn't judge a pastor by the one four-minute sermon clip right. either. Like so, when Andy Stanley says he, he doesn't like the Bible. Like, we, we take that clip and then we just uh, explode that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he ever said I don't but like also, the Bible. But also, you got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't use the Bible. Something like, it was something like that. 
Yeah. You got to be careful about which clips you yourself are posting. Exactly. Well, and, and that, and so that's ultimately my question because I don't. Th- I think Michael Todd's a good guy. I don't. I don't think he's a heretic. I think that clip was heretical. Right. But I think that was a mistake. Right. I, I yeah. think it was just a, like a, a swing and a miss. So my question is this. But it's somewhere between like an off the off the cuff mistake statement. He prepared that. I mean, he had dry oh, ice up there. I mean, it was like so he thought about that for a long time. It was not it, off the cuff. And it's wrong. It's not an off the cuff yeah. mistake. It's a well thought out or poorly thought out. Like his preaching mistake. team, like they didn't say, "Hey, this this could go wrong. This really looks well, again, like." That's the question. Yeah. Does he have like uh, that kind of accountability? Where, like, like was was there anybody that could have been a layer, a filter there to say, "Hey, this is actually going to come off as modalism. You shouldn't do that." Well, right? I don't know what his training was, but this it, you might be able to make a case for some formalized theological training too, because you would run into that. That, that. You know, at a Bible college or a seminary, you're going to have to talk about modalism at some right. point. So I, I guess a question, because like I said, I don't think he's a heretic. I think he's like I think he just had a bad illustration. My question to you guys is this: In the world where now literally every pastor, every church is streaming their services, mm-hmm. and and some pastors and some churches are taking that a step further and are and are doing the smart thing of clipping their services to create more content in their church. Well, that's a smart thing. <laughs> I think the, it's some pastors thing. are doing the thing that Frank does once every eight weeks when he Frank preaches. does we it eight times a year, and then he posts himself <laughs> preaching, and, and he posts one minute per week until his next sermon, <laughs> so that there's Ouch. so it looks like I, he's preaching. I every got week. thirty-three oh weeks of content, gosh. guys. This is great. <laughs> Listen, here's my point: in a world where we're, we're we're now streaming everything, it's not just audio, but we have video clips of stuff. Like, these are kind of some of the risks that you can have. I guess my question to you guys is, like, when you are streaming your services or recording your services and putting it online, like, do you think about, like, there, this might be an in-house conversation or a small part of a larger picture that could be taken out of context. Does that cause you fear or trepidation when it comes to putting out content online when it comes to your Sunday services? It's one of the reasons I don't clip my sermons. Like, I am terrified of a one-minute clip being taken out of context and then it going viral for all the wrong reasons. So... I, as much as I would love to, I I joke it every time me. I you know say something off the cuff in announcements that I'm like oh crap I shouldn't have said yeah. uh, I was trying to be funny that was stupid and then I'm like if this is what blows up boy that's that's going to be a problem yeah. so then I go and try to edit the stuff after the fact but <laughs> yeah it's but it's the world that we it's the importance of the local church right. if your right. church is a family it's the you know the pastor under the authority of the elders under the authority of the Holy Spirit in the one body something like that is going to get nipped real quick but if you're putting it out there to 330 million Americans yeah. then once the cat is out of the bag it's out of the bag yeah um, I, I mean I think it's you know it's it's an opportunity to kind of flip the whole thing on its head and if you're going to put stuff out there you should know ahead of time maybe somebody will take this the wrong way or maybe I will I'm gonna say something wrong and it's an opportunity to like display uh, a kind of humility where you're able to admit sure. you know what I do need to study that more and I wish you know because I think you know let's say in this situation somebody calls modalism out and you see him repent in the next clip and say I didn't even realize that was a thing and now I realize that's wrong so all of you who liked the comment the, like the last video I made I really want to show you what it really is now you know and there's actually an opportunity there that's you know on the same platform to actually display humility for us I'm just try I try to be really careful like especially off the cuff stuff and announcements um, but we actually, I've, I've talked about this before, we actually take communion every week, and we do that after the end of the service, and we shut off the live stream, and that's the point at which I might say in-house stuff or pray for things that are, you know, 
close to the family. Things that you don't want broadcast. Yeah, things that don't need to be broadcast. It's also made an opportunity for us to talk about mission stuff that might be sensitive. Um, we have this like built-in time now. It's like I end the sermon, I give the benediction, and I say, if you want to participate in communion, we're going to stick around. Those of you joining us online, thanks for being online with us, but we'll see you next week. And then you know, we take like a minute break and people come back in the room and we take communion and do that stuff together. So I want to say in, in his defense... I'm guessing that he has a creative team at the church, and someone was like, ooh. Th- so it wasn't mm-hmm. – so it's not a seminary grab that's like, this is a good clip that represents what our church is. No, it's the it's the tech intern that was like, that was dope. we got to right. get that out there to the world. So maybe that's right. a feedback loop so, or yeah, so, approval so thing. So I don't that- think – you know, whereas if if we're cutting serve, if if someone's going to put something that I said out there from the church's account, it's going to be me because yeah. the only other person with the Facebook passwords um, doesn't know how to edit What's video. What's the password? Covenant one, capital C, <laughs> number one, covenant one. Oh yeah, good. Um, good. But that's the password for literally everything at our church. <laughs> you want you want to you wanna hack into you want to hack into our air conditioning system? <laughs> okay. You, you want to play with the lights in the middle of the service? Dude, I'm this, just, sweet. This is gonna go live. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> all right. I actually had I actually had a moment like that in the sermon this last week where because I, I was talking about uh, the role of deacons mm-hmm. and teaching from First Timothy three, and I was talking about how there's a difference of opinion on women serving as deacons and I said something to the effect of you know in our denomination we we do have women as deacons so and I basically was trying to say like so ladies there's a lot more opportunities to serve than maybe you realize and I tried to say that in a nice way but it kind of came across like so women you all better sign up to serve the church (laughs) (laughs) and men you're elders and I like I immediately was like I didn't mean for that to come out that way but I could see how that could get clipped yeah you know and go and it particular direction to make me look like a terrible misogynist or something and it was a slip of the tongue so definitely that kind of stuff can happen and i think you're right because this this came up uh, there was a person i'm friends with on facebook who posted a an image of a quote from a pastor and it had it it had credited him as quote as, as the quote but then in the comments people were like actually that's a c.s lewis quote and it's actually bad theology also <laughs> And then There's this no argument broke out over plagiarism. Out Lewis. Well, an argument Come broke on. out over plagiarism in the comments. Like, this <laughs> wow. pastor is plagiarizing C.S. Lewis. And me, in some private conversations, was like, listen, based on the size of this guy's church, he's definitely not the he's one that posted that. Insta. Yeah. Somebody else made that Instagram image of a picture of him preaching with a quote that they heard him say in the sermon. Maybe he said, one commentator said, and then he quoted it, and they right. didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to give grace to that, too. And I think in this situation, it was a kind of a swing and a miss the- theologically, but maybe he didn't even know it got posted until after the fact. But Andrew has like a philosophy where it's like after the th- thing's been preached, as if it's been a decade, you're free to... <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's no copyright. It's fair use at yeah, that point. Fair yep. use. This entire Sunday morning service is just Andy Stanley. That's not... I'm, <laughs> I'm just not every week. It was from <laughs> 2004. It's it fine. series... That I had in my Dropbox. in my Dropbox XP3. from two churches ago. Oh. It was it was cool. Yeah, two churches ago paid for that sermon. <laughs> if, you, if you're once removed from a church, you this can. Yes, totally fair. Game. In my mind, this is divine inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yes. Hey, I want to change the subject real quick because something that's kind of similar. I, I think all of us have been preaching and and teaching for long enough where. There's probably been sermons where you preach where you're actually glad it was never recorded. Yep. Uh, can you think of a thing that you said that you're like, praise the Lord, it's not like on the internet? Because I can think of one right now for me. 
my very first sermon, <laughs> oh my gosh, my very first sermon at the church uh, after I graduated Bible college, let me preach. And I forgot what, the, I don't know what the text was. But I remember I was trying to make a joke. It wasn't a joke. It was trying to be being sincere. Our church was called Christ Community Church. The church doesn't exist anymore um, because I left. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> the church doesn't exist anymore for other reasons. But it was called Christ Community Church, and I was the only. Per- I was like one of the few people in that church who actually lived in the community it sits in. Mm-hmm. And so I made a comment, and I was like. Um, how can we call ourselves Christ Community Church if we don't care for the community our church is in? Sure. Mm, good, good line. Yeah. I took it a step further and say, like, how I started coming to this church. And I was like, the youth pastor took a chance. He found this, you know, street Cuban kid coming to the church. And he allowed me to welcome me. And look how I turned out. I'm a pastor now. I didn't impregnate any of your kids. <laughs> I said that thinking, like, that was their biggest fear of the minority kid in Prince Oh, okay. And, yeah. That's and, good. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and I mean, the point landed is what I'm ultimately saying here. But I'm glad that wasn't recorded. I just said it now, so now it's recorded. But, uh, but it's, it's out there now. I didn't bring any kids. Did, did, did your senior pastor put his arm around you after the sermon and say... Frank, <laughs> I, I, my my whole point was I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, we we get do anything wrong. Yeah, Anyways, okay. no, I'm really thankful we didn't record youth sermons because there's been a lot of those Ooh. where I have gone back after the fact, looked at my notes, and thought I actually said that. There was one early on. I thought it would be a great idea to steal a Doug Fields sex talk because Doug Fields could deliver some killer sex talks, and I. I did it word for word, including his jokes, because I thought he was really funny. <laughs> and at one point, I said, "See, guys, the clitoris isn't just for getting oh, a better radio signal." <laughs> that, Doug said that though. Like it was in Doug's notes, <laughs> and I realized I had said it. Doug, youth ministry in the '90s was ridiculous, though. Like you literally, you couldn't fire a youth pastor in the '90s. You probably said that after playing some crazy game where you made a kid throw up or something. We definitely like. played it after like oh the Happy Meal Blender game I or something. Have to put, yes. Like, uh, uh, this is like going to be an explicit rating. You can bleep. You can bleep that word out if you want. It's fine. They are never going to invite <laughs> this us is gonna back turn to record here again. No, this is like we need more of these. This guys. is going to turn into the <laughs> next pastor live it up this group. Yeah, the, um, for real. <laughs> Similar in a youth ministry setting, it was like post Christmas, and I was talking about uh, you know contentment or something, and I said you know Christmas morning I opened up my Instagram and all of you had posted pictures of your junk, meaning like what you, <laughs> meaning what you got for Christmas, and I said that and I all lost, of the junk pics. I, I lost the room, yeah. and then I realized what I had said, and it was like <laughs> I am so grateful that this is not being recorded right now. But, oh boy. But this is. But this is. Oh Great. But I, I, that was legitimately like eight years ago. It's fine. Yeah, I get it. I, I can't think of anything specific, but I definitely was Jeff like. perfect. I was wow. definitely like My harsh. Heart hurt from laughing though. Oh, yeah? I was like super influenced by like, you know. Driscoll. Yeah. Driscoll. What's heart. wrong with you? Get out of your basement. Yeah, yeah. And like I didn't have the relational capital with any of those <laughs> kids. So like once in a while a girl would cry or something because I was just like. And you're like, good. That's the Holy Spirit yeah, punching yeah. you right now. <laughs> if you go to homecoming instead of the youth group all-nighter. You don't love Jesus. Wait a second. That was one time, all right? I felt bad. I apologize to all the parents for that. Why are you going to keep bringing that up? I mean, one of my favorite I think stories. about that, that guy that's like the famous clip where he misspoke and he said, <laughs> oh. is this in 
pitching your tent? Yes, we all know. We all know what we he know. said. I, I, well, I watch that once a you week just as a, as a, as a, a solemn reminder that it can happen. I video before I preach. Like, Ow, now, brown cow. Enunciate. Enunciate. Pitching. Pinching tits. Pinching tits. Tits. Pinching. Pitching. Pinching. Why? Okay. Tense. Tense. That's what I said. Tense. 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 Pitching. Tense. Pinching. Tense. 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 It's tense. That's what I said. It was an accent. I was concerned that us being together in the same room was going to take this podcast off the It's gone south. I'm really sorry. So we're going to take a quick break so we can pay the bill. And when we come back, we have bills. <laughs> Someone has to pay for hosting. Okay. Uh, you get paid? <laughs> I thought you were doing it. <laughs> what? Oh. I'm in debt, guys. Help me out. <laughs> no. When we come back, uh, we're going to have some special guests. Be right back. Hey, we are back, and we are here with our, the, the, the very hospitable hosts of this lovely place. Um, I don't want to, to ruin kayfabe. Can you guys introduce yourselves to the camera um, and, 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 who, and everyone who's listening to the podcast? My name is Andy, and I work for Sunday Cool. My name is not Andy. It's Josh, also known as Carl. And I also work for Sunday Cool. Man, it is, it is so cool. Right now, every uh, child in my kids' ministry is giving me so much clout by me just <laughs> being in your presence. Frank right has so much kidsmen cred right now. Yeah. My, my kids' ministry does a curriculum that has them in there, and it's great. Hey, I want uh, while we're here, we're in the Sunday Cool headquarters. It's it's a beautiful place in the middle of nowhere. It's pretty incredible. Swamps. <laughs> the swamps. Yeah. Um, but I did Google. It's like 30 minutes from Disney World, and I totally get it now. Like, yeah. avoid Orlando. Live here, and you can still... Yep. Enjoy the benefits of that. The constant threat of gators are worth it. Yeah. <laughs> the constant, yeah. There's a lot of lakes around here. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, let me just say this: is like I walked in here, we, we pulled up, so many cars. There's so many people who work here, and and like I don't think people understand that like from the point of view of like what they see online of what Sunday Cool is and the silly videos, and obviously the creation of like all these cool like custom shirts. There's a really big awesome team here, and I yeah. think it's like. It's just really, really cool to see all the people who are here. Everyone seems really cool. It's no, no, Frank, the thing is, people were actually working, and then they saw us walking in, and the look was, oh, cool, another group here to see those two guys. Like, that was the look everyone gave I, us I, while I, they're trying to work. I, yeah, they're in the back. Go I can, ahead. Think about, like, oh, yeah, I got this new job as a, as a designer or at, a, at, a, at this company, and you work here, and it's like every week just, like, youth pastors and homeschool groups are just showing up. <laughs> can we meet Carl? Can we, can we, like, that has to be. But, like, people legitimately come here just to talk tour the facility, right? Yeah, like, that's a thing? Yeah. yeah. And people are working out there, taking care of business, raising, like, trying to run a business yeah. while in the background they're hearing Carl throw up milk yeah. because of a spicy video. Like, it's it's a hostile work environment. Oh, yeah. I'm not looking yeah. forward to that. Hey, um, so, we're here. I just want to ask you guys a couple questions. I guess I should have started this first. Can you explain, I, I, I'd be surprised if someone doesn't know what Sunday Cool is. Can you explain what Sunday Cool does, what kind of um, kind of thing they provide so that way people can get their shirts with you guys? Yeah, so we provide uh, medical equipment. Yeah, um, yeah. And procedures. Yeah. That can't, and procedures. That can't be right. Impromptu. Yeah. Spine, uh, yeah. Gloves. Mostly spine stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. we are a t-shirt company in Central Florida, a Christian-based t-shirt company, and we do... Um, T-shirts for youth groups, camps, everything, and we do hats, coasters, coasters, stickers. Really good coasters. Really good coasters. Um, yeah, everything, yeah. and we do it with our super soft T-shirts with a water-based ink, and that's about. And we it. produce a lot of videos. Oh yeah, we yeah, do weekly. Videos. Yeah, we do videos yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah that's so a small part of what we do. Provide very content. small part. Yeah. yeah, that's literally all. So you might know them more for videos than for actual apparel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
There's Rob, there's 80 people that work for Sunday Cool, and that's crazy. We're the two that do video. Four years ago, it was like five. Yeah. So we've blown up. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, actually, Tim, what you said is interesting. Like, a lot of people, a lot of churches might not even like students and student ministries right. might not even know their shirt is like Sunday Cool. They just get the cool youth group shirt, the D Now shirt, the Mrs. Trip shirt, and they're just like, this is really comfortable. Like, this is a this is a Sunday Cool shirt, and mm-hmm. like, it is the most comfortable shirt. I mean, we're wearing Sunday Cool vests right now. Yeah, yeah, shirtless. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, do you guys sell vests? You, you guys? No, these are strictly um, just for uh, personal reasons. Yeah, personal reasons. <laughs> yeah. Next, and, question. Uh, Next question. But like, they're really known for their videos and and how funny, like, super funny videos. Whether it's the cool Carl character or you guys eating spicy stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's pretty crazy, incredible. Um, I, I guess when it comes to the video content stuff, whether it's a youth pastor watching this to think of like, I want to make funny videos like this in my student ministry, or it's even like churches at large trying to make content for their church. What go, what, what's the process in making your video? Because I think one thing I've noticed, there was a time in my youth ministry life where I just wanted funny content for my students mm-hmm. that I didn't have to bleep out or edit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like nearly impossible. Right. And otherwise, you're showing the same eight videos every single week, right? Yeah. Like, what goes in your process when you make these videos, all that kind of stuff, so, so maybe you can help some people see it, how hard you guys are working on yeah, Yeah, kind of so our main idea for the videos we make is to provide, or just show people that you can have really fun, funny content while being a Christian, yeah. you know? And um, so that's, I mean, that's what we do. And we're trying to, like, make it to where ultimately we can share the love of Christ with people. But mainly for marketing purposes for Sunday Cool and providing content for churches to where they can show their kids. And it's, like, Christians make it. I don't know if you have anything to add. Yeah. um, The biggest thing is that we just try to do stuff that makes us laugh. And so that's one of the biggest things is we try to just um, focus on what makes us laugh and understanding that we try to stay topical as well. If there's something trending, you know, we go on we jump on that train like we've done with the, you know, the whole Karen bit and everything like that. But um, a lot of it is just whatever cracks us up. And also, you know, going back to C.S. Lewis, I know we called him a heretic earlier, but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but what he says about, you know, like the, what is it, the Christian shoemaker? It's like we, we don't need just a, a shoemaker that puts crosses on shoes. We need somebody who's willing just to be make the best shoes possible. Wow. And so we just try to do maybe not all the time Christian throw it down your throat uh, content, but more of just, hey, this is really fun content. We don't take ourselves too seriously, but we had just happen to be Christians and produce the softest t-shirts on the planet. So that's what we do. Now, have you guys shot something, edited something, and got ready to put it out and realize this might not land well. Let's preview this with somebody first. You previewed it with them, and they said, "Yeah, you cannot air this." We've done that a couple of times. We have a we, folder. Yeah, yeah it's called, called the untouchable folder. <laughs> okay. Can we get a link to that Dropbox yeah, folder? Absolutely. Yeah. Give us like yeah. a like a kind of like a a thousand foot view of the air of like what was the content that you were like. This is probably a bad idea to put out. Well, we did. So you know the videos I did the last minute sermons. Yeah. 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 So we did one when Hurricane Irma was coming. No, uh, Dorian. Or Dorian. Yeah. yeah. And we did a last minute sermon about hurricanes, and then and it, it hit to the be Caribbean, fair. Yeah. and then people actually died in a hurricane. Yeah. And you're like, this might not be as funny as we thought it was, so or it could be really funny. Everyone's mourning about, like, yeah. and we're like, no way are we doing this. <laughs> so yeah, that's. In the I'm movie. on the other side. I'm like, well, I was, so, was someone like, no, was no, no, thinking no, 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 we no. could still do this, and then there was, was a little me. bit of wisdom yeah. and that discernment was, in that, there. Yeah. That was me, and then Josh was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't. And so that's one I don't think we'll ever release. Um, but we have. Uh, produced some that we've held on to for a while and then it got to the right 
it got to the right environment. We're like, okay, we can release this with a few tweaks, and so and it's done pretty well. So yeah, yeah, we always like, yeah, we always sometimes get a little into the skit too much to where it gets somewhat sacrilegious, and then, <laughs> so when we rewatch it, it's like no way, like we because that's yeah. we never want to like even like. Yeah, that's the main focus. Like, we're king, we're king to mind. Why are we yeah, actually yeah. sacrificing goats? But like, even your yeah. response video to the coaster, like, even that took oh, yeah. heat, which I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I appreciate that. I, I know that you guys took some heat for that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you're yeah. actually using it as a coaster. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, uh, you've had some videos that have actually like legitimately gone viral, like front page of Reddit type of stuff. Yeah, like how was that? Like, I'm when, Wait, outside of like Andy in a, a pink diaper, right? Yeah, that doesn't count. That doesn't which, count. That that, was, which is that, like that's like 200 million and counting. Yeah, yeah what that, in the yeah, world? So that video was <laughs> of like, all your videos. That wasn't like a Sunday Cool piece. No. That was the, yeah. which is really dumb of us that we didn't promote Sunday Cool <laughs> Seriously. at all. Yeah, yeah. you're on you're, ESPN you're and you're in a, yeah, Sports Center. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, like. Did would you say that kind of viral the viral stuff like was like an afterthought like it just kind of like we're here to make funny videos for the church for people and then like it also helps promote Sunday Cool but like are you aiming for vir- virality or is is this like kind of it's so like the the one that went super viral the how to speak Gen Z yeah yeah which is like a couple million views. I was, like, looking because all the youth pastors on, like, uh, DYM, Stuff You Can Use, were talking about how their kids were using all this weird language. I'm like, it would be really funny to make a translation video. And so what I did was I looked up to see if there's any video out there, and there wasn't. So I'm like, okay, this has potential to be really, really popular. And so there is kind of some thought in, like, what would go viral and what wouldn't. But... I think the main purpose is like just to get a foot in the door with free youth pastors for like hopefully this is content they can use right. for their youth group, like you said, just to make them laugh. It doesn't have to be thought provoking or anything like that, but hopefully it's something where it's like okay, they let their guard down. Maybe it's a new kid or something like that that they can show. They can have fun, and then but the more viral it's going to be, obviously that means more teens are watching. Yeah. So that's our that's not our main goal, obviously, but um, yeah, to have something that breaks the wall down um, of, of a teenager and makes them laugh. That's obviously this a, that's a huge win for us. Do you guys delve? into like curriculum videos because Frank was talking about the kids ministry scene you guys and I guess I haven't seen any of that before yeah, yeah. we um, we've never actually had a foot in children's ministry at all and that was you know that was one of the things I was like man we should really try to do that and we had a door open to us with um, stuff you can use and grow curriculum they reached out and said hey would you be interested in doing the children's ministry videos and so I think we were both kind of scared because we're just like <laughs> you know like I don't know how we're gonna do yeah. that the writing is completely different um, but it's really let us just be a hundred percent goofier and have a lot more fun yeah. and so we've been doing that for a little over a year now That's and cool. it's been a blast yeah I thought for sure fun. like like when when I heard that you guys were in those videos, I was like, "This isn't gonna land." Like, this is already kind of like almost borderline limits of what high school kids could find funny because yeah. it's so kind of like almost dry, almost yeah. like um, very awkward, uh, 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 yeah, uh, absurdist humor and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, are, are, and then when I saw that the kids was like, "Are they gonna be like? Are, are they just be like people are moving and it's funny? Like, like how does it work?" And I so I sat in one of like the elementary classes to see them watching the video. They're rolling. Dude. That's great. Like, they love. It. They eat it up. I, I think it's that's, awesome. that's awesome. That's um, awesome. One last question for you guys is: is 
I think, needless to say, if you have a viral video, period, there's going to be like negative comments. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the issue with the book had caused some tension with some folks. Um, really? <laughs> you have, I remember going on Twitter and seeing people who I who are supposed to be respected individuals commenting on this book. I'm like, you have nothing else to do with your day, and like, and like, right. and, and there wasn't even just like. Like uh, like theologians or pastors, like these are like somebody's like a political news pundits, right? Oh yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, and it felt like two distant worlds combining. That was like, this is weird. So I think inevitably, we talked about this earlier. It's like all of our content now, a lot of our churches sermons and and things are going online for streaming, and now they're going to be on the internet for perpetuity unless we take it down. I guess my question to you guys is, how do you handle? Negative comments, negative, negative people who just like want to see like attack you because like you guys are making videos mm-hmm. for like every denomination, right? So like the the Southern Baptists and the Methodists all got to be cool with it to some degree, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 it's like how do you do that? To have a broad audience and also realize there's going to be some negative content there. How do you process all that? Yeah, like if someone was like, your book's a coaster, like how would you even respond to like that kind of negative feedback? By the way, first you cry (laughs) for a long time and then you reach out to the people and say, hey, can we talk? And so that's what we did. Um, Yeah. We legitimately did do that, (laughs) by the way. Yeah, it freaks me out. Like I hate like with the book when people are calling me blasphemous and stuff that like that like really, really upsets me because that was never our intention. Right. Um, but those are the same people that also didn't read the book. Yep. And yep. our whole purpose with the book was for, like, to get the uh, word of God into kids' hands. But I mean, we're not afraid of negative comments, especially because we a lot of our humor is calling stuff out in the church where it's just like, okay, like you guys shouldn't like you should like really reflect on like what you're doing and stuff and within your church. But yeah, I think we have a really unique opportunity just to be able to, like you said, have that be under that umbrella of we can produce a video and it could be played in Pentecostal, Southern Baptist and uh, all types of churches Um, and not even in churches. We've had people play our videos in schools uh, for like, you know, lessons and stuff. And so to have that is so, so cool. And um, I think obviously we don't touch on huge controversial topics except for ones that we truly believe that are, you know, hurting the souls of teens. And so we'll hit on that. But um, I think we try to ride the fence a tad bit, but also just understand that the most important thing that we need to spread is the love of Christ and just, you know, the the, the fun of that is uh, living a Christian life. And so um, to be able to have that is super cool. And I know it's super unique because not a lot of companies or, you know, churches can, you know, produce videos for all denominations. So I think we, we don't uh, take that lightly at all, but we have a lot of fun with it because it gives us a lot of freedom to do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we let you go, is there anything uh, you guys want to promote, share, tell them about what's going on? I know you guys have some like programs going on right now. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the Scrub Daddy? <laughs> it is crazy cool. Go on. Yeah, it's Scrub Shark Daddy? Shark Tank. Shark okay. Tank. The little smiley face, little, yeah, yeah. little scrub. You heat it up, if it you, gets yeah. soft. You yeah. put cold water, it gets like it's zip, insane. And it's any stain. Out. I, I, we're not. We're I'm in. sponsored by them, but Yet. I think it's. If we're going to plug anything, I think that's worthy of it, right? Yeah. There, right. Okay, uh, cool. I love Two it. things. Yep. Uh, we did just come out with a uh, virtual tour on oh, our yeah, website. Uh, it's called Experience Sunday Cool. It's really cool. It's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Really fun. Nine thousand different options. Yeah. There's wow. Paths. Yeah. yeah it's pretty you dope. Can do like nine thousand okay. different paths or whatever. Uh, second thing is Andy's dad. If you're watching this. Andy's he's never met you. Oh boy. Um, so maybe I mean this is email it. Email him at Andy at Sundaycool.com. 
I he's in Vegas, right? Blackjack yeah, dealer. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. He he misses you. Uh, I you've never met him though. No, I, I yeah. But mm. if you're out there, he's here. I do have a stepdad. That's great though. So. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, if you're ever in wherever we are, south of Orlando, where are we? Tavares. Yeah. If you're ever in Tavares, come by. Uh, it's open for homeschool field trips and, and exclusively. You say <laughs> exclusively. Hey guys, dude, this is this is the greatest day of my life right now. The Disney World, alligators. Hey, buy shirts from something cool. They're great, good friends, and uh, and watch their videos. Share it with your youth group. Share it with your church. It, Everybody, it's, it's good stuff. With your mom, um, your lost father. <laughs> mothers like the videos. I guess so. <laughs> that's great. Um, hey, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll answer the question of the day. Grab your coaster. Hey, we are back with now with the question of the day, and, and since we're all in Florida, this is this is Jeff and I's hometown. This is all, all I, of our hometown. Yeah. I live here. Yeah, we, <laughs> we moved away. We came back. Um, I moved away, but I came back. And you came back. You're like I, a prodigal son. That's right. That's right. With a V Dallas Theological Seminary. Yeah, I've lived off the land and all the partying that the VeggieTales version of uh, yeah. Prodigal Son does. Mm. I did that. So I want to close this. To, there's, candy. there's a lot of people who watch this who aren't from Florida. Carnivals. And in their mind, the only reason why they would come to Florida is like Disney World, Universal. Um, the beach. Yeah, going going to Miami to get arrested by the cops. Bienvenido a Miami. Uh, cruise ships, I guess. So um, mm-hmm. so, so the question I think should, should be asked is, is what's a non-popular like popular reason why someone should come to Florida? Because I can actually think of like a dozen reasons. Or a less well-known. Yeah, I can, I can name a dozen reasons why you shouldn't come here. Palmetto bugs. Hurricanes, <laughs> love bugs. There's a lot of bugs. Uh, there's actual dinosaurs in the water. Um, lots of reasons why you shouldn't. But what are some good reasons why someone should come to Florida that aren't as well known? Well, you should be in Florida because it's here where you can get a Publix chicken tender sub. I, that was what Jeff was going to yeah, say. Thanks, bro. That, that's my you, absolute you favorite. That. That's my we, absolute like, when we favorite. Paused, it to was be all fair, like you can get those in other parts of the South as well, but they mostly just here. Florida. They taste yeah, there's something here. happens yeah. when you cross the Florida Georgia border yeah. where it's like, well, Publix is way better here. Publix is a grocery store chain. That's it's a pleasure like to shop there. It is a pleasure to shop there, and it's worth it is shopping way is better. A it's, yes, it feels like a different kind of grocery store compared to like. It's like when you go to Chick Fil A after being at McDonald's for three or four meals in a row, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, why did I, this you is go just to McDonald's three or four meals in a row? That's sometimes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes, yeah. But then you go to Chick-fil-A like, oh, this is better. That's what Publix is. I gotta also say, in terms of branding, Publix is at the top of the heap when it comes to grocery stores. Yeah. We can have those Thanksgiving two shout outs to Publix is worthy. A those, good color combo. Yep. Those Thanksgiving good. commercials with yep. the salt and pepper shaker pilgrims mm. gets you makes you cry every year. Yes. So good. What's another reason? Well I was gonna say that, but Okay. <laughs> Are you a fan of Major League Baseball? Mm. Yes. Do you hate going to crowded stadiums? I do. I've got good news for you. <laughs> Go on. As a Floridian and a fan of Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. I know that on any given day, unless, of course, the Red Sox or the Yankees are in town, I can walk up to the gate and buy tickets and sit in a 60% empty air-conditioned baseball stadium. Who I plays love. there? Oh, well, the Tampa Bay Rays or the Miami Marlins. It used to be the Florida Marlins. 
Either way, if you like baseball and you don't like crowds, come mm. to Florida. The, the the Tampa Bay Rays though is like an exceptionally good baseball. Like team. I, they're a blast to watch. Even when they lose, it's still fun to watch I their games. Literally watch at least 150 Rays games it's a just, year. It just, is one of my and my feed is about 10 seconds faster than Andrew, so I know how to ruin his night. I will <laughs> quickly text him as it fast as I can when I know something he does awful. not know. And and like uh, the but, stadium, but no it, one goes. It's a nice stadium, terrible location. We it's go. A, it's in a terrible location. Like once you're inside, like the inner bowl, that sounds like a toilet. Once you're, <laughs> but like once you're like in your seat, you're like, this is nice. The sight lines are good. Like the in-house entertainment stuff, but the concourses are awful. And getting there is a disaster. I, I got to tell you though, once you move away from Tampa Bay, and you go to and a you real go nice to stadium. a place like Camden Yards in Baltimore, <laughs> okay. It's tough. I mean, the we air conditioning it. part is still awesome. The air yes. is, I, I is do awesome. miss that, but Camden Yards is... A winning baseball team better. is fun, too. I agree. American League A winning champs. baseball team for and one it third stinks, of the payroll. It stinks that okay. we're in the same division. It does. So I can't be like, oh, I'm going to cheer for the team where I live now and the team where I came from. It's kind of hard. Can't Hockey is the same way. I mean, uh, Milwaukee's, uh, the Brewers, the Miller, I think it's called the Miller, Miller Light Stadium. It's a Miller or something. It has to do with Miller beer. I'm a Christian. I wouldn't know. It's Miller time. How dare you? <laughs> you should come to Milwaukee. It's I can't believe like, you wear the hat. You get I mean. beer for free just like living there. And cheese. <laughs> it's like when you and move to Alaska cheese. and the government pays you to live there. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in Wisconsin, like, we're so sorry. No, but Here's I, a six so beer. But I, I do think I, think, I think people don't realize how great Florida sports are. Like, obviously, yep. Tom Brady lives here now. But historically, the Gators, uh, Florida State. The Jaguars. I mean, come on. Jaguars. Miami. The highest we're number of. NFL draft picks come from high schools in the state of high Florida. High school football every, in Florida. I, 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 Trevor Lawrence will be here soon. I, I lived in Texas for four and a half years. I, I've done Texas high school football. 10,000 people in a stadium. Unbelievable. But Florida kids get drafted to the NFL at a way higher rate. Either. Sorry, Texas. That's uh, true. Uh, uh, you have anything else besides Publix? No, that was about it. I mean, yeah. everything else you can get kind of everywhere else. Well, not also, alligators during church. If you want yeah, to which come, you can get at Lakeview Church Sundays at 9, 30, and 11. see Jeff's mother-in-law. <laughs> What's that? Your mother-in-law. <laughs> She's very hospitable. It's a good reason she to come to Florida. for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your father-in-law is a, prof- is a dean of students at a Yeah, the VP Mater. of Academic Affairs. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to wow. visit where Billy Graham graduated from and... That's a good reason to come to Florida. And where the rapper KB came you from. You can go to a Bible college and then you'll know what modalism is. Hey. Wow. That kind of stuff. Or where Clearwater Christian came to die. Yeah, That's Clearwater so Christian. sad. Yeah. Anyways, Is that we went to Trinity. They went to Clearwater Christian. I did Tim, not. Tim I'm, didn't. And USF still exists. Tim's, Tim's a pagan. And much to, bigger than all of your schools combined. The, what do you guys? You guys care about UCF? I don't know. What you guys care no. about over They don't. No. Who cares about? Unless UCF? you live on like the uni- largest university. If you country, live on right? like University Avenue in Orlando, you care. But that's it. That's it. Because of traffic. Because <laughs> that's where it is. Um, I was my last thing. I would say it's also another food thing. Is is you can get this from Publix, but you literally can't. You cannot find once you past Gainesville, it doesn't exist well, is Cuban sandwiches. Okay. Cuban right. sandwiches yep. are Mustard. so good. Pickle. And Cuban bread is like good. Pork. You can't find it anywhere else. Literally, the Swiss moment cheese. you pass Ocala, everyone just has this like... Pressed. Uh, gentrified pork, pulled pork sandwich. It's disgusting. But come it's like, to Tampa. It's pulled pork without seasoning. On it. Like, it's like pulled pork with no And the bread's not right. Tampa, 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 Tampa has the best Cuban sandwiches. Miami has pretty good ones. But I bet you could probably find a good Cuban sandwich around here. I mean, mm-hmm. if you go to a Publix in central to south Florida, you'd probably find a decent yeah, Cuban. probably. Hey, that's what we have for today. I am so glad you joined us, Delmar. We miss you. Miss you, buddy. Drink some sweet tea on us. Um, with that being said... 
I'm Frank Gill. I'm Jeff Simpson. I'm Andrew Larson. And I'm Timothy Miller. This is Practically Pastor. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Get connected to other pastors by joining the Practically Pastoring Facebook group, where we get to share ideas and make each other better.